Welcome to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, where two bearded guys talk about Game of Thrones, the card game. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, I'm Kyle, son of Kyle. And this is Shaggy Dom. Shaggy Dom. Shaggy Dom. It sounds like you're kind of yeah. sick, man. I am. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why there wasn't a podcast last week. <laughs> well, anyway, we're here today, and he's feeling good enough to record. Bless his soul. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about our uh, store champs uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Why? You, like you laughed so so uh, evilly there. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> in minute, so. Okay. Well, I think uh, Dom and I are just going to go through each of our decks, talk about like how we felt we did, what kind of stuff didn't work and did work, and then uh, we'll go into the new restricted list and have to talk about why our decks are no longer legal and maybe what we change in order to like make them legal again if we were to play them again so go ahead dom yeah um so far as i remember the deck i played was night's watch wolf mm -hmm. with the new wall the give me your characters deck the one we talked yeah, about yeah the give me yeah give me your characters deck and um overall i felt like it was pretty consistent um i was able to see the wall um on every Every game I played, we played I think four games. Think mm, yeah, that's right. Before uh, the cut. Four game before the cut, and so um, I got the wall out on every game. Actually, no, I take that back. I got them all out except for one. Um, it was a game we played. You didn't get the wall out. Yeah, and actually, I won that game. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I know. Which was weird. <laughs> which was weird because I thought it would be you know <laughs> like nothing. The deck would be nothing without the wall, but. Um, I was still able to pull something off. Like, the fact that you can uh, just discard all of my, like... like Because Greyjoy runs low on characters, so, like, the fact that you can discard stuff and I don't have enough to, like, claim and... To do, like, military claim and discard means, like, mm -hmm. I just lose my board state way faster than you do. And, so. Yeah. Um, there was a couple games, like, you know, I played a Targaryen... Um, deck against and, and I was able to um, discard his Drogo. Oh, nice! And um, was able to steal it. So then I was doing two military challenges with him. Oh, that's so gross. Um, yeah, it's just it was one of those like if you have the key cards, it's rolling. It's it's good. Um, if you don't, then it's just you're you're there for the long game. Let's just say. Yeah. Uh, and I would say probably by the end of the tournament, my head was just kind of just mush, just from all the different reactions and and stuff like that. So um, it was a good janky deck for sure. Um, it's not necessarily my playing style, but I mean it was fun to play. How many times have you played Night's Watch at, at like a big tournament like that? Uh, I think that's my first time. Well, I felt the same way after the first time I played Night's Watch, even though I was purposely playing a super grindy deck. Because, uh, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, Night's Watch just goes really slow with the builds that I think we both chose. And Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, if I would have went with, like, uh, um, like, a Lord of the Crossing-type deck with the Rangers and stuff like that, that would have been a lot faster. Yeah. If I, if I wanted to go Night's Watch, but if I was going to play anything else, I'd... You know, other than that wall deck, I probably would just picked a different house. So I think that's what Luke, like one of our local buddies, did. Is he picked like more of like a? Did he do like no. Night's Watch, Kings of Summer, or something like that? No, he okay. played Freefall. Oh, that's right. 
Okay. And that's why I was laughing. I was like, oh, you're bringing Night's Watch Free Folk. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you could pick any other house other than Night's Watch. Why always pick Night's Watch? He loves it, so, man. He loves it. <laughs> that, that's that's our running joke with him. Yeah. He always plays Night's Watch. Uh, but yeah, so, so I mean, I I think it was, it was kind of a crazy idea, though. Like, the real things that hurt me a lot when we were playing, and that's the only game I can really speak to, uh, is... Oh, like just the craps that like it was um was Ramsey hurt a lot? Um, yeah. What is the other dude that made me discard shit? <laughs> I feel like there was more than one. Uh, uh, you have Septon Celador. Yeah, Septon Celador. That was the other one because, um, and and like yeah. the Cravens and the Wards were pretty brutal too because my deck didn't run a lot of like attachment control. A lot. It ran specific attachment control, but with Night's Watch you get Craven and Ward. Especially, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, if you run Wolf, you get Craven and Ward. And it's, like, brutal, because you're just, like, sitting there, not able to do the things you need to do to trigger your, uh, you know, your agendas, so. Yeah. Or trigger your yeah. battles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up. Let's see here. Yeah, so overall, we had 12 players. Mm-hmm. And I got 7th place. What? what and it- you actually... Go ahead. I got seventh place. I got seventh place out of the twelve, and you actually ended up with uh, six. We were like, and you so did do me. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. Stuck right in, the, in middle. the middle with Dom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. I guess if we're gonna place on the on the tournament board, we're at least next to each other. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think a lot um, of what we had was like me. Losing early caused you to have a lower strength of schedule, because me losing put me up against people who had lower strength of schedules overall, and that yeah. it was like it was kind of like um uh, do we play four games or three, based on what we you're played. seeing, we played um I, actually we played three okay that's what I thought because I was like I know it felt like we didn't get that because it, it we were playing we were playing advanced versus relaxed which I have like a few issues with but. I don't know. It depends on the crowd. We had a lot of newer players there, and yeah. So relaxed would have been a little more fun because you get more games in. But uh, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. I'm not the tournament organizer there. I'll probably run for it depending on how many we get showing up for ours. Uh, to, you know, I'll probably do basic structure based on our for sure. ours. Just because like people come in sure. from all over the place like want to play, right? Sure. So. Sure. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. That's it, it's weird how to see how those like tournament things work because there's like very specific ways to lose and losing first round isn't one of them. <laughs> so if you can help yeah. it, don't lose in a tournament. That's what I learned. Yeah, it just makes everything easier. Just don't lose. Yeah, just ever. don't lose ever. Ever. So yeah, so I think we were both two and one at the end, right? Yeah, my only win was against you, and then um, I lost um, to a Stark Filthy deck. Which that was a really close game. I felt because um, I just kept putting that pressure on. Like he had Fat Cat in his discard pile, mm-hmm. and I was just like, trying to pressure just to, so I can get those, so I can get that card. Um, because I was just like, cool. Now you can just kill your own characters, and I get power for it. Yeah. Um, but he just always had an answer. You know, he had Isle Ravens out. Mm. Um, yeah, that card's brutal. Uh, More brutal than yeah. you think. Oh yeah, I love that card. But um, he always had like another like you'd throw in a chud. You know, he had Wyman out, so you know 
even his deck was illegal now. So he would have a, <laughs> he would discard a Chud for Wyman because he knew I was gonna you know use the wall. And uh, I was actually some rounds I was triggering the wall off twice with Veteran Builder. And that was against you know, Tim, just, right? Yeah, that yeah, was against okay. Tim. And uh, I just I was like he was always one character ahead of me before me being able to take Cat. So. Um, it was just funny because I was at first I took his great John, um, like after the first round, and then um, got him killed. I killed him, and then he close called him back into the discard oh, pile. Oh, brutal! And then you took him and again. I took him again. Yeah, <laughs> like after I used the wall a couple times, like I just kept pressuring him. But mm -hmm. it was a close game. Did you uh, ever get to veteran builder the wall? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's gross. A lot of times. Yeah. Like, I know that game with him I did. Like, I was using the wall, like, twice around. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, he definitely said the deck was annoying. <laughs> I definitely felt that way, too. <laughs> but, you know, um, but he thought, it, you know, it was a good game. And, uh, yeah, he played his, he played it well. What so, was your third game against? It was, I know it was, it was against Targaryen, okay. uh, House of the Red Door. And that's where I got the Drogo uh, from. And it was all good until uh, he was able to get uh, Drogon out. And that's just kind of went... It, from there, the game just kind of flipped. Yeah. Um, that was, was like, a weird one, right? Because you were, weren't you winning that one yeah, all the time? And then it like, flipped was, at the end? I was. Okay. I was. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to win this game. This is, you know, I'm going to go 2-1. and one. This is this going to be good. Dude, 2-1 didn't do cut. anything for me. And, no. <laughs> And then, and then, uh, just it, the table just kind of turned. I don't, I can't exactly remember what happened, but um, there was a lot of just little mistakes. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, yeah, uh, dude. When our first sides. game when we played, we were like misplaying all the time. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like we <laughs> we ended the game and then yeah. we like kind of replayed the last turn, and I was like, oh my god, I messed that turn up so bad. Like. I had a sea bitch yeah. out, and you had flea bottom, and I should have like sea bitched your flea bottom, then pulled someone back, and then done another challenge to get the extra power. There was like all this tech stuff I could have done, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it was, yeah. I mean, after that game though, I think we both picked it up, right? Yeah, I mean, it was just weird that first game. I don't know what the heck was going on. Like, I felt like I was I never played before. <laughs> Me like, too. I was like, how do these cards like, work? Yeah, I'm like. What what the hell is this, dude? Where's like, the mana? I don't know. Yeah, but after that, you know, mm -hmm. it's. I think my brain just kind of woke up and I'm like, okay, now now let's play. And yeah, for sure. I lost my next two games, so. <laughs> yeah, you should have kept playing like a chump, and then maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe I would have made them mess up. Right. <laughs> I uh, I ended up running a deck that uh, was mm -hmm. I, I was testing around with. Did you want to say anything else about your your games at all? Sorry. No, no, no. I want to hear about your deck. Okay. Because the only game I know is the game that we played, and we haven't had a chance to talk about it. No, yeah, because I I almost did the deck that I was I built and we talked about in the podcast, but like after seeing like a lot of other people's builds and talking to some people, it's like King's Muasha is just too good not to run. And oh, when yeah. you put King's Muasha in there, there's some cards that you want to sh switch around and ship out. Uh, because there's just better things to run with them with her, uh, like Grey Ghost and some of the other cards that just kind of facilitate the control of the board because you want to get those unopposed challenges. So, um, 
but I didn't actually run Lord of the Crossing, which was like a, a weird thing for me. So like every time I'm about to go to a tournament, I'm like got this Lord of the Crossing deck in mind, and then I find one that's like still Greyjoy, but it changes the agenda. And so like last yeah. time it was like Greensight, and this time it was actually House with the Red Door. So you could pull a Great Kraken out at the beginning. No, Great Kraken? Yeah, Great Kraken out at the beginning of the game. No. So you can start drawing and getting power. It's pretty easy to do with Greyjoy, especially when you have things like um, uh, like Raiding Longships and... Um, what is the other one? What's Iron Fleet Scouts. So <laughs> stuff like that. Grey Ghost is super powerful, but I never got to use it. Um, I ended up throwing in like one Hagen's Daughter towards the end because... <laughs> uh, it's really good for claim stuff. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, the red door shifted it, so basically you start with Great Kraken every turn, but you only set up four. So the setup four means you're putting out, like, you're trying to mull to get, like, all your one or zero cost, like, um, like locations. Mm-hmm. And so you can set up, like, like, four or five cards on the first turn and then draw and then just be able to go from there, right? So yeah. it was pretty successful. Like, I mean, I'd say like most of the games, I at least was setting up three with four gold, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And starting with a great Kraken. So that was pretty cool. Um, you usually get like a lot of value out of the, like the, the big brutes you play. Um, mm-hmm. Playing eager deck hands for free was great. Euron's Crozine silence is gross, especially with yes. Maiden's Bane. Um, oh yeah. Cause you can basically have Euron do every challenge by himself and yeah. and get unopposed if you have the rating long ships mm-hmm. or like a gray ghost um silence is really gross too especially when you get to play stuff for free that goes into your economy i i definitely don't think that trade routes is necessary for this deck so i'm kind of happy about that um yeah victorian Greyjoy was pretty fun the new one the um oh yeah the music of dragons Dude. one so fun oh gosh <laughs> yeah, that that Victorian Spruce. Yeah, and so like I and then we threw in old Bill Bone, because uh, we can kneel faction cards, but nobody ever was playing Sea of Blood, which was the main counter to that. So I was like kind of happy about that. I didn't really have to deal with that. Yeah, I mean it would have been good again if you played Luke with the Free Folk thing. Yeah, that's true too. Deck, I did stop but... a fealty from going off, but it didn't really feel like it was that important. It wasn't like a huzzah. No, it was more like, oh, okay, so you just have one less gold. And it did mess up the turn, but it was just less and less of like a, ha-ha! It was just more of like a, ah. <laughs> um, Risen from yeah. the Seas in there. This one actually, contrary to my like gut, doesn't have mm-hmm. any attachments in it. And mm-hmm. I think that was for the best, <laughs> because basically it's just half characters and half three locations, right? There are six mm-hmm. events, so it's not exactly half and half, but you have We Do Not Sow sure. to answer questions, uh, and then you have Risen from the Sea because you're running Greyjoy. Yeah. Um, okay. One of the ones that I didn't really realize was so powerful, and I probably should have uh, because everybody was talking about it, was Fanatic, Ground God Fanatic. That card oh, yeah. is broken in a great way. I love it. Um, yeah. It's like reoccurring... Yeah, it's just it's just stupid because you can, it's got an intrigue icon on it, and and it, you can return it after you can return it as an action, and it's like, the, the <laughs> I I could see every single, uh, every single Lord of the Crossing deck loving this card, not just because it's a fanatic, but just because you can do one challenge, kill that character to put Ground John fanatic into play, and then yeah, um, 
you can yeah, like so you can pop off your third challenge. Yeah, exactly. So you can pop off your third challenge, and you can cycle the Drown God Fanatics too. It's only once per round, but like every round you could flip them, right? Well, here's the thing: like with the combo um, with Old Grey Gold, you know, you use him, kneel it to kill a character, put it, put it in your dead pile, and I think it says put it in dead pile and then put it back in your hand. Yep. So you kill Drown God Fanatic, put it back in your hand. Now you got a, you know, you got an instant. Uh, character trigger mm -hmm. um reduce uh what do you call it cancel yeah i just was more talking about like having if you have one drown god fanatic out and one drown god fanatic near dead pile you can military with the drown god fanatic out kill him to pull the dead one out yeah. entry guy con and then you could do that every turn if your opponent can't uh, answer it yeah, yeah yeah definitely uh so like i mean everything in there was like pretty fun uh i think i probably i liked it a lot and so the first game was against your deck and i think like we said on your podcast, the podcast where we covered the Steel Your Characters deck, there's just too much discard for this deck to work because it's only got 28 characters and one, two, three, mm -hmm. four, five, six of them are dupes or dupable. So that means mm -hmm. you're running into like one, two, three, four, five, five or so that are not. So you don't, you can't really deal with um, that discarding thing very well. Uh, as far as I was concerned, I mean I. I was able to kind of like stay the board, but it was really hard. It was like the hardest game I played all day because <laughs> uh, I had to make some really serious decisions about stuff. And I didn't have your on early enough to do the like gross challenge stuff against. And you yeah. got and you got old bear out really early, which was difficult yeah. because that stopped me from doing military really easily. Yeah, um, I definitely remember that was a that was a brutal game, and. Uh... Um, going back to, to my games just real quick, I remember all my games going to time, so that's just how long and slow that deck was. So yeah, anyways, and I am the exact opposite. If I was winning, I was done, and if I wasn't, it was going to time because, like, I didn't play any other rush decks. But the second deck uh, I played, the game I played, so we don't hash on our game too long, is um, against. Uh, it was House of Red Door Turk with Marine, which was was it? Uh, was that uh, against uh, Austin? Austin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. It was fun. Uh, there's a lot. That deck is. I don't ever want to play that deck. It seems like it's a great deck, but <laughs> it's just like too much for my brain. Um, I'm just a... glad it's restricted. <laughs> there's a lot of annoying stuff that happens there, and actually. Sea bitched his marine one turn in order to try to get more stuff out on my own, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and there was some really cool stuff that happened that game. Like, um, that's the game I got the Euron um, Maiden's Bane Silence grossness out, where like I always had a warship in hand, so I would Euron Silence to stand Euron and play the warship. Uh, then I would eager. Then I would use that warship or some of the other things I did to like you know unopposed challenge with Euron. And then stand it with Maiden's Bane. And it was just like a gross, like, hey, Euron's the only thing, that, only one that did anything, and all my other characters are standing. So, mm -hmm. good luck. And somehow I killed, I think I killed off like his, uh, mm -hmm. his Drogon really. No, I discarded his Drogon with Asha really early. Oh, wow. And so, like, he didn't hit one. And I kept doing weird, weird pillage stuff, and I don't know. It was a really fun game. And the only reason I won it, though, is because I kept discarding all the characters that he really needed to play. 
<laughs> so that's awesome. It was cool. And the other, the last game was against uh, just um, one of the new players who was playing um, Greyjoy Fealty, like the kind of the Greyjoy starter deck with uh, oh. with uh, a little few cards that were tested into it. Yeah, I see so, you're uh, against Jacob. Yeah, against Jacob, and we that was over kind of quick because I, I it sucks because those 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 decks aren't truly super competitive in tournament. Um, uh, they're not competitive at all. Yeah, I mean against each other they're okay, but so like if yeah. you had like a tournament starter tournament, <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, you're right. So like it's hard to to do anything with that deck in the tournament and so a teched out deck with all of the cards available to it like uh this one yeah. versus one of those is just it's not going to go very well um but i we did play yeah, a second it's... game and it was really fun so yeah it's like bringing a knife to a, a gunfight <laughs> yeah a knife to a nuclear war uh yeah <laughs> um so yeah it was like i like that uh we that game was over fast but jacob and i played a second game with the just a starter decks and we kind of talked about a lot of strategy and things like that and it was actually the first time I'd ever played Lannister was with the starter deck. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> this was kind of fun. Uh, I didn't really dislike that. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd say this deck worked pretty yeah. successfully. Um, definitely. I liked the thing I like about this deck is uh, there was a, like a, li- a pretty standard, f- straightforward plot combo. Mm-hmm. Um, like you always noble cause first turn because that you're gonna get your one of your beaters out right. Uh, Valor Morgalis mm-hmm. is really great in this deck. Uh, we take Restros was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take Restros is so fun. Rise of the Kraken's a uh, game winner, so you don't play that till the end. You know, trade routes is like I need money. Someone cleared the board, but I'm gonna have to figure out a new one for that. Forced March was a lot better than I thought it was because with oh, yeah, the that, eager deckhands, yeah, right. So with the eager deckhands of the salty navigators you like have so many military icons that you don't really need to use for anything else and that's a really good way to get unopposed challenges through is like kneel all your opponent's military guys and then yeah, you're just yeah, like yeah. oh yeah here's a military challenge so get wrecked but i think the plots yeah. were fun were great go ahead sorry nice nice yeah yeah definitely um i mean Greyjoy has been looking at it since the box came out you know some uh, key pairings like you were saying the king's moon um asha you know, think about it. You were able to sacrifice uh, loads of Drogon, mm-hmm. and if you had the the new Balon, you know, take him for a round. <laughs> I I ran the old Balon only because there's so much uh, stuff that triggers off unopposed challenges in this deck that, mm-hmm. um, like, we do not sow, Great Kraken, um, Maiden's Bane, yeah. stuff like that. You really want that because you can, you know, yeah. raiding. You could Iron Fleet scout Balon up to seven or nine, depending on what you do, which means you're getting that challenge through. And on a Res of the Kraken turn, that's like three power swing, that, and you're not getting that extra power from Lord of the Crossing, so you really need things like that. Yeah, yeah. No, in your deck, yeah, for sure. I just like those oh, okay. combos, like, oh, let me just do a straight pillage deck, and then let me use Triss and oh, so Balon, and so I'm going to start taking cards out of your discard pile, and I'm going to use them against you, and... Stuff like that. That's fun. I agree. I think that. Uh, I mean, I don't. I again. I. I'm biased. I guess. I guess my question is. Uh, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. One: Did you run, uh, little Theon? Yes, a hundred percent. Because he's just really good to get unopposed through. Okay, and then two: How come you didn't put in Red Rain? 
because the game again the deck doesn't have any attachments because it's all about the warships like it's all about being able to trigger victarian and being able to do euron's silence thing every turn and you can't trigger silence unless you have a warship to play so that's tricky and you need to make sure you have enough locations that you can use warship or silence mm -hmm. with that you can stand euron as much as possible yeah i agree i just think if you had two copies of that attachment you might have won my game well, you let's see. Let me read what Red Rain does, because I don't remember it. Here, I'll tell you. It's okay, right here. cool. I got it right in front of me. Unique Greyjoy character only. It's an attachment. Two cost. I probably would have won that game, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if a cat's character is the drum, he gains stealth. Not important. After you win an unopposed challenge in which a attached character is attacking, it gains two power. Let yeah. See, I I probably could have. I I'd worry that you would have just discarded that character though. Like, not that you get to choose, but you would have just gotten it down so far that like, all I had left was like Theon, and I throw Red Rain on Theon, and it's like, oh man, I guess you're gonna discard Theon, or like you're gonna do some crap where you like steal one of my like two cost or lower characters. I don't know. It, it, I could have. You're right. That deck could have probably had fun with that card. Um, the only oh, reason yeah, I think you didn't run that is because you don't have an easy way to ec ec economize attachments, and you're usually only sitting mm -hmm. with one gold in your pool uh, if you can help it. Gotcha. But yeah, no, I that could be a, that could be fun. Maybe I'll test that out um, online. So yeah, I mean the deck was pretty fun. I th I think uh, it does a lot of cool stuff, and it's kind of my style. And I yeah, I I definitely think Red Door is one of those interesting agendas. It's like one of those things that I think you either have a lot of luck with or you don't. <laughs> it should be on the restricted list. No. Yeah. I don't want it. But speaking of restricted <laughs> list, let's talk about that and talk about how it affects what we played and how it'll affect yes. what we did play. So the only, so really quick review of the restricted list for people who don't know, which may or may not be people who are listening. The restricted list is part of the overall FAQ for the game. Every quarter or so, they come out with a updated FAQ which has errata, rules, text changes, rule, like, changes for gameplay, and it has a restricted list uh, on it as well, and it's got a big FAQ at the back of it. So um, the only things that, like, really changed in this one was they errated um, Esgrid. It says if you control as if so it forces you to sack Esgrid if you control Asha, which is, like, a yeah. thematic change. <clears throat> yeah. And they changed the rules around marshalling duplicates that have... Uh, fat, like card types like a limited so basically you can is it you can marshal limited duplicates or something like that or you can't one of the you two can, things I think you can duplicate I know like people are talking about like you can finally duplicate um, the harbor yeah for example and so like and it also affects things like uh, um, I'm sorry I was thinking setup and you cannot set up a duplicate of a limited when you marshal if you play a dupe of the arbor you can still mm -hmm. play a rose road is what they said that's like yeah. the ruling, so that's kind of cool because before, like a lot of that, a lot of that would slow down decks, and that's kind of fun for decks that need it. But mm -hmm. um, what we really want to focus on, I think, is the joust restricted list. There's also a melee restricted list, but neither of us really play melee, so. Yeah, but melee sucks. Restricted list again. I'll just kind of <laughs> explain that is basically melee sucks. Shut up. <laughs> um, is you can only play with one card from the restricted list in the, any deck, so. There's there's neutrals and there's cards from every house on there, right? And you have to pick... You can't have multiples of any card on this list in a single deck. Yes. 
So the ones that they added, I don't want to go through all the ones they already have because it's a giant list and there'd be no point in reading it. But you can go. I'll put well, the link in the episode. But yeah, um, yeah, and I think yeah, we'll put a link to it. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the cards that we had in our decks are now illegal, <laughs> or the combinations are right. Like so, we have to choose to take stuff out. Yeah, like uh, for mine, Ward is one. Mm -hmm. Trade routes. Trade one. Well, no, I didn't have trade routes. Um, I also you I do had, in um, my version. I did. I think oh. so. Well, anyway. I think so. What else did you have? Uh, flea bottom. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that one's been on. That one's that been is. on there, but yeah. but with Ward on there now, I got to choose between which one. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it for you. Yeah. I, that was just those two. The, so the real problem was that they added Ward, which meant that, like, that card caused the other his other restricted list choices to now be illegal, mm -hmm. which was Fleet Bottom. But mine was mm -hmm. Iron Mines and Trade Routes, so it was two new cards. So they added two new restricted cards that caused my deck to be illegal because they're both on the restricted list now. So we mm -hmm. just have to figure out how to get economy without Trade Routes, which is the best card in the world. Or... Get rid of my saves, which I don't really want to do. <laughs> which I don't. I guess I just don't understand why they put Iron Mines out on Greyjoy. I just, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like that's a broken card. But. Neither do I. Maybe, maybe that's. It's like a. Maybe they're getting rid of it as like a combo piece or something. I don't really know either. Uh, we're not savvy enough, I guess, to know why that happened. So feel free to leave a comment if you know why Iron Mines is on this list. <laughs> or if you're Danny, tell us why. Yeah. Danny, tell us why. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that leads directly into, like, what we're going to play next. So, like, what are you thinking about running at the next store champ based off of your previous experience and the new restricted list? Um, let me look real quick, make sure my other deck is good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to be playing uh, Tyrell, Sea of Blood. Okay. And that's the one. The one I should have went. The one I should have went with. Did we before. talk about that one? I thought we talked about that yeah, one. We did. Okay. We did. Okay. We did. And I should have went with it, but I didn't. But <laughs> I should have. And I'm probably gonna honestly stick with the same deck, but I don't know what uh, agenda I'm gonna switch out with trade routes yet. Uh, probably something that gets me money. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. Maybe trading, because that one yeah. is. Give your partner uh, three gold too. Yeah, and so like that one isn't terrible, it but it still gives me as much as trade routes would, um, in most cases. I well, do late summer fees though. I don't see the thing I don't like about that is that drawing in this game can be really powerful for certain decks, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We need a sideboard so I can run Bring. some midsummer feast against certain decks, and then trade routes against others, or uh, trading with Natasha against others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can you can play uh, reinforcements. That work, yeah. yeah but yeah, that's a one gold. <laughs> so I got a what? But if it, I mean, but the econ comes in a different way. That's that's a, that's the thing. But yeah, I mean, so I just got to decide. But I think I want to keep playing that Greyjoy because I really like the flow of it and I really like um, the kind of feel. So yeah, um, definitely. I mean, you did pretty well with it. You know, two and one. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not bad at all. Not bad. But yeah, so, I mean, that's our episode about our tournaments. I think um, we'll probably do another report after the next one since it's season. And, you know, Dom's playing a different deck. <laughs> and we yeah, can talk about it again. Always. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You know, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you don't like and what you like. 
Awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to Bearded Clansman of the Veil, vale, a Game of Thrones LCG podcast. Come back next time where we talk more about a Game of Thrones the card game.